0: We're now listening to United ninety six podcast on the RFK Refugees podcast network.
1: And welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, RFK Refugees. Sorry, United ninety six in the RFK Refugees podcast network. Eventually, I'll get that. Eventually, one of these days, probably once we decide we're gonna, then I'm gonna start calling United ninety six if we ever change Correct. the name or That's do whatever. How <laughs> That's how it always works, John. John, my good friend, how are you doing today? i Hope you had a restful weekend. You did not go with me you did not go to the dc united game that i Mm-mm. went to which was i you know you know i you know i understand you had some other plans but i, I was hurt a little bit i cried multiple times
0: i really missed sweating
1: like really really
0: bad <laughs> although like it, it started to rain and then got cool and there was a breeze i saw on the broadcast so like it I,
1: it may have like sprinkled a little bit i i never felt any rain okay. it was looking like it was going to rain it never rained like i thought we were in the presence of a but um, I was like watching the weather, and the weather was still saying like, "Oh, fifteen percent chance. It's not gonna storm. It's just gonna be cloudy." And uh, they were right. Um, it did not look like it was gonna be that way. But it, but it, but the rain held off um, through the through the through the night. I don't think it rained at all. At least, at least when I um, when woke up the next morning in the Northern Virginia area, I didn't see any rain. I'm sad
0: um, we missed. I, I am sad we missed the rare in person team up. <laughs> the the, the podcast hanging out in person but another time i'm sure uh
1: but it was you know it was it was it it was extremely warm i'm not gonna lie um the sun did go down which was good i think that kind of helped helped things a little bit um but uh it was still a very very warm very very warm um afternoon um but john how was your weekend man uh uh not a, not a, not initially. Actually, I did have um, my ticket rep come over, who actually I should probably find the name <laughs> who came and 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 sat down and said hello he to care. me, which was he was a he was a good guy. He <laughs> well, see, So I sat. Actually, I, I got a, a seat below because you know there this this wasn't a well attended game, and he came and found me. Very nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know the story behind that, uh, I had originally planned to go to the to the um, Nashville game, but caught COVID. Emailed him, asked him if there was any recourse I had. I was expecting a sorry, no. Have a nice day. He called me back and said, "Just pick a game. You know, try to get your money back. Pick a game, and uh, you, we'll we'll give you tickets. Don't worry about it." So, very nice offer from him. Um, really, really nice guy from him. I'm trying to find his name, um, so I don't forget it. Because it's been a it's we'll been a long weekend, out. folks. We'll <laughs> I've tweeted about it a couple times. I think I mentioned his name at least once on the show. So but definitely want to give him a mention. Cool guy. Didn't get really recognized. I wasn't really near the supporter section. Um, so I probably would have gotten recognized a little sooner. So also was not a like well attended game, not a sparsely attended game. I also arrived pretty much right at kickoff. Um I actually missed the first goal because I was in the line to get beer. So um well, that, that, I, I, that'll
0: happen when uh that'll happen I, when it's uh,
1: sixty seconds. Yeah, well, you know, I didn't I didn't want to subject Uh, Also, I didn't want to subject my friends to like a three-hour, you know, scurry around DC in that heat. So we 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 took our time getting there, and I was I was perfectly fine. Um, So probably if I'd spent some more time around there, I bet I would have gotten recognized. But it was pretty much in and out. So, but John, how was your weekend? Enough about my weekend. How was your weekend?
0: I wasn't recognized anywhere. It was (laughs) kind of kind of insulting anywhere I went. I was. I had to show people my ID to 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 have them know who I was. Uh, no, it was good. We uh, did some celebrating around the weekend. Didn't wasn't able to get to Audi Field. I'll be there for the rest of them. So we just missed the one that you'll be at. <laughs> That's unfortunate for me. I, but yeah, I got to got to watch. I, I got to watch more MLS than usual. So much so that I spent five minutes for the first time since week four looking at my fantasy team. So mm-hmm. to anyone who has faced me from week four to week whatever week this is. You got lucky, and now it's time. I'm going to try again, and it's time to try hard. <laughs> I, I would,
1: That's I would, I, I would put some good money that I will probably be making one more return to Addy Field. I'm not sure right. when. Um, I don't know if it'll include. You know, Hawaii for just me, but I think I still have some money that I, I bought one of those like flex plans account, which I actually love. But and I think I still have like a little bit of money left over on it. Um, so I think I can like buy like one more ticket and like just get like a small kind of discount on it. I have to check the account; I'm not sure, but I'll probably make it. Skipped, there probably will be one more game in my future.
0: I skipped so many games that I had enough credits to buy a a sweet ticket for myself. Nice. So for the last game of the season, FC Cincinnati, I will be sitting with the the moneyed the moneyed. The, the, not the hoi Poloy, not the people who might recognize me. Everyone else, uh, I'll be I'll be dining with them. I'll be having all oh, you can eat chicken fingers, or whatever they give you up there. I forget. Anyway, enough about let's talk the, games. The things around the stadium. Let's talk about soccer. Let's talk about the game that we witnessed on Saturday.
1: Do do we have to, John, or can we just can we just skip through skip should. the game? Say and I lost. Think,
0: <laughs> I think I think there's stuff to talk about here. I think it's yeah. I think it's a pretty noteworthy game. Yeah, and then let's, we'll talk about all the all the incoming player rumors that are going on. It, it is a it is if you remember the days when Wayne Rooney was playing here, uh, the Google alerts are hopping. There are there's going to be a DC <laughs> United story every week, and they're all you know ninety percent of them are going to be baloney. But at least there are things happening, so we have stuff to tweet about and talk about.
1: Yeah, so let's. Uh, yeah, it, we'll, we'll get to the news. We'll get to the news and rumors, which there are. They're still flying fast and furious. I believe just last night there was a, a brand new rumor for a brand new player, none of us had ever heard of, uh, that just dropped. But let's talk about the game. Let's start with uh, DC United Montreal. Uh, sorry, not Montreal FC, Montreal. Um, it's the uh, it's the RFK
0: Refugees version of, Mon- of <laughs> CF Montreal in 1908 or whatever the hell their name is.
1: Changing changing their incredibly poorly designed logo. When will MLS teams learn? Uh, let's let's start let's start with the let's start with the game. Um, DC coming off obviously the lineup. Let's start with the lineup. Uh, so yeah. I saw the lineup and I said, okay, well we're going young. Like this is a clear as clear as any indication. I mean the first the first big big thing was the fact that no Michael Estrada— no Nigel or Bertha, both players that are, uh, we're not even in the 18. Um, I think that probably confirms more than anything uh, that this, that this is the end. This could be very well the end of the line for them. I think Michael Estrada is easy. You just say, loan's done. Just go back. We're done here. Um, you know, go back to, I think it was Pachuca, wasn't it? forget which team Max team. I'm trying to remember which League Max team he was a, a part of. A team
0: that was very excited to have him gone. That's
1: the, that's the <laughs> Fans that point. were very excited to have him gone. Uh but the brother one's a little more complicated. I'm not sure what the what the plan is here. You could, you know, loan him down to Loudon uh to free up that international slot. DC's been basically using Loudon as a shell game for international slots the pretty much past couple seasons. Um but I think this is as clear as any indication. And with the the rumors we're hearing about the international players coming in, um, that this would be the this would be the end of the line for them. Am I jumping too far ahead, John, or do you do you read those tea leaves as well?
0: Uh, Jason asked. Jason Anderson asked Chad in the press conference. Said, uh, "Hey, just noticed that these two players that have normally been your uh, attacking quadrant uh, were not on the field. Is there a reason why?" And he said, uh, "Competition. It's all about competition." And that was it. He said nothing more. So that's something that yeah. that, that is notable. Clearly, that's a Wayne Rooney choice. That's not a Chad Ashton choice at this point. So Wayne is in Wayne is in training. Wayne is watching. Wayne is in training is a hard thing to say, and I don't think <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going to try to avoid saying that again. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it's very likely that they are gone. I think it's I think it's very possible that this is, you know, like you said, the, the loan is easy to, to get out of. Also, they were never going to pay five million. That was yeah. never going to happen. I don't I don't I don't care how much people on Discord think he's good. They're, that was not going to happen. Uh, and for a million-dollar player from Bulgaria, there are they've eaten larger costs like our designated player where they ate a transfer fee of four and a half times more that. So if they want him gone, I'm sure there's a team in Bulgaria or, mm-hmm. or, a te- or a league lower that would be interested in him and for pennies on the dollar. But yeah, I think I said when Wayne got here that his first ask when he met with uh, the front office was, I'm going to need 24 <laughs> international spots.
1: <laughs> and yeah. He might. Yeah, and, and you know, it's it's. I mean, twenty four. I think would be the max there, that there's available in the entire league. Maybe not, but I mean, it'd be very difficult to get.
0: They want them all. No one else can have. Everyone else is domestic now. Yeah,
1: apparently. So um, they did. Uh, so I think the big, the bigger stories of the day: uh, Rodriguez on the bench, finally getting his visa sorted out. Um, Visa's taking an inc- I will know. Visa's taking an incredibly long time. Um, I'm really wondering when we're actually going to see um, Ravel Morrison or um, the new guy that was also apparently in the stands today, which is very funny. That that was the weirdest like story news in that the club basically leaked it out. And the club sort of had the official story that, that Victor Paulson was coming, and he was there in the bench. We'll get, we'll talk a little bit about what we think about him, um, but sort of shifting back to the lineup in the game. Uh, obviously, the big stories of the day, Donovan Pines getting the start. Um, and then you had your uh, young players, Jackson Hopkins, who was just on an interview uh, here on United 96. Uh, so definitely check that out if you haven't already. I believe it's now in the main feed. Uh, and uh, Ted Pietro getting appearances. Um, And Miguel Berry
0: making his first start.
1: And Miguel Berry making his first start, yeah. He was was who I was trying to start with. Um, So, changes all around. uh, And absolute disaster, to say the least, to open the game. Um, The worst start you could have. A Balls played back. And Donovan Pines... We we got a uh, John we got we got a little bit of uh, of of egg on our face when we talked about how Diamond Pines has really cut out the errors in his game. And then he goes and makes probably I'm going to go ahead and say the worst error of his career. I think this pretty much takes the cake.
0: There was one where he tried to clear a ball and he swung and missed and then the player re- recovered the ball and scored. So only because it looked funnier. But it didn't happen in the first minute of the game. Well, this was a game that they really wanted to win so well, th- that this is different.
1: Well, I, I don't remember that moment specifically, but I mean, if it was a mad scramble in the box, that's at least somewhat like there's chaos in the box and you kind of miss the clearance. I forget the whole I, I, I forget the whole situation. But I mean, th- this was this was pretty bad. Um, one, of, I'll, I'll say yes. one of the worst, maybe tied with that moment. John, what do we like? Let's start with this. Is, is yeah. this is this the end of the line for Donovan Pines? Is this, I mean, I I just, we, we talk about how much he's improved and he's shown signs and I actually, I will give him credit. I thought in the second half he recovered. Uh, He made some pretty nice defensive plays, uh, some blocks. Uh, He looked like he had kind of, I think he made one run going forward, which was, you know, he does that I think once, once a game, Mm -hmm. but it really does feel like, I mean, if you can't clean up your game at this point, what are we, what are we doing here? um i don't know a lot of a lot of a lot of fans seem like this seem to think this is it i'm not sure what your thoughts are is this is this where where do you see donovan pine's landing?
0: Well, his contract ends this year there's obviously going to be team options, but he could be let go for nothing at the end of this it's a struggle because he has and everyone the reason why he gets so many chances is you look at him and you watch that second half and you see the good donovan and you're like, man, this guy is like serious business he is a player that he's like he was on the fringes of being called in the national team because of his physical gifts Mm -hmm. and then he does this and the problem too is that once you become ask Bill, Bill Hamid about this once you become identified with a particular flaw in your game even if you don't do it for 15 games when you do it in your 16th game everyone's gonna say ah here he goes again see he didn't get it he didn't figure it out and he has had a relatively good season aside from this mistake he hasn't had a lot of op- 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 opportunities to, to yeah, make mistakes. His, his
1: his playing time has been cut short,
0: so it's tough. When you get in there, and the thing you are known for, and are trying to distance yourself from, you do immediately. That's a challenge. I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll be gone. I think this, based on this lineup, and the fact that all the players that are going to get brought in are going to get here too late, I feel like they know that this season is over. For the most part, for all intents and purposes, this is, this is about 2023. So I think they're going to give him a lot of chances. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to give him so many chances through the rest of this year to see if, I don't know, see if Wayne has some magical mental exercises he can be doing to eliminate these, 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 these some complete brain farts. I don't know. Sports don't psychologist, know something. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Something. Cause it's gotta be wearing on him at this point. You see like. He did a good job of not hanging his head too far after that where it would have been very easy to be like i cannot believe i did this again um he didn't do that he you know he picked himself up and he you know he got out there and he played and like you said he improved it didn't he did not allow it to spiral which to me is the bigger mental problem when a player has a mistake that he repeats and then cannot dig himself out of the hole when it gets worse so he did better there. I don't know. I think he probably sticks around at least this season. They want And they give him as many opportunities as possible to see if they can knock that out of his game.
1: Yeah, and I mean, and overall, it was just kind of a rough performance in the first half. There wasn't a whole lot of offensive ability. Um, this team is still struggling in the center of midfield. We'll get into the potential replacement that's going to come there. Um, I thought uh, Jafal, uh, who I have sort of... I think is a pre can be a pretty decent player. Um, I thought he had one of his worst games. If I'm being honest, he made a lot of really bad passes, uh, particularly one that almost resulted in a chip for a goal. Um, he made a couple pretty nice like defensive plays, but just he, he made. I, I think I'm willing to give a mulligan on you know one bad pass but i'm i know for a fact he made two just like no one even close, and i don't know if he just i don't know what he's thinking in that moment but just two incredibly bad passes in the middle of field completely stuns it's like completely just like disintegrates an attack um I, i think with the internationals coming in i think he's in an incredibly tight spot um i think he sticks around he probably i think he is a prime candidate right now to go back to Loudon and maybe he needs some minutes maybe in kind of a lower division to get some confidence for him
0: much more than Nigel like this that makes sense he's a player that actually could do really Mm -hmm. well with also letting him find out what his real skill set is where he really can flourish with this team because it feels like he's being jammed into a spot that he may not that may not be his skill set at the moment I don't know but like you said I'm remembering just one square ball, like, directly to a Montreal attacker, like, maybe 10 feet from... He just looked, he looked directly at him and passed directly yeah, at him. Yeah. And it was very, very it, wild. It
1: happened twice. There was definitely another... I think it was pretty close. I just remember, like, an attack. The team gets the ball. There's kind of some nice passing, some nice buildup. And then it's just, like, the the entire attack just kind of ends at that moment. Um, second goal, I'm not... He was, the, he's, go he was
0: not the only... I was just say, defend, what, we could just talk about this whole back line. Because that's really what mm-hmm. this game... You know, was lost. Kisu getting getting cooked out there. I, I think that's just. I think that's just the way it goes. I think he was. Uh, I think on the second goal, he was the one that was was gotten past for a cross. Is mm-hmm. that right? I think so. Yeah. Um, I mean that that's been that that's been the thing on him. I think in, the, in his little uh, his small opportunities he's had to play with DC United, it's been sort of beaten for pace and out muscled. Uh, Drew hit right back, disaster. It's weird. <laughs> Disaster. Uh, people much more intelligent about tactics say that he was that was like a faux right back, like a false right back, <laughs> like a position it, that I guess is real. And then it, it, he would slip inside and allow Durkin. I guess there was another player that would occupy the space. I don't know. I don't think it matters. I think I think that was a weird tactical choice, and that player is not suited to do whatever he was he was being asked to do.
1: Yeah, I, I think Skundrich again. It's the same same situation, I think. It's very clearly that uh, the, the coaching staff loves him, I guess, for his efforts and everything like that. Uh, but putting it on the field, if he is still on the field in 2023, uh, getting regular starting minutes like he's getting right now, then something disastrous has happened. And, and alarm bells should be going off. There's always a player in a bad season you identify with, well, I sure hope he's not on the field next season or at least starting regular. I think he serves a somewhat of a purpose. I don't, I don't have quite the, he's terrible. I think he's being asked to do more than what he's capable of. And I think as a, uh as a fill in guy, as a guy to come off the bench, you know, maybe to try to hold the ball a little bit to kind of disrupt things in the middle. I think he can be pretty effective at that, but as a, you know, locked in starter week in and week out. Nope, absolutely not. I sure. I hope there are better, better options. Um, better options coming about. Um, You're right. The back line is where this game was lost. Really the first, you know, 15, 20 minutes, two goals down. Uh, The team did recover. And I think if they found a way to get a goal in the first half, we might be looking at a different game. Um, Taxi, uh, a little bit of a quiet game, but did have a a massive opportunity sort of on the corner. Um, Very, very effective at sort of lurking on that back corner. and And the ball finds him. Um, They were looking for him on set plays. Uh, You know, if it wasn't on the like on the back corner, it was somewhere else. Uh, I I will say, I don't think Jackson Hopkins had the best, um, had the best first half, Uh, but seeing his service, which was, which was an aspect of his game that I really, I know, I I know it probably is there and I'm sure some other people have seen it, but to do it at that, the level he was doing it at, I think actually was uh, pretty, pretty impressive. And, I think that is something I'm hopeful uh, will grow in his game. And, and if he can master that kind of service um, and he can sort of get to that Gressel-level type of attack, uh, then it makes the Gressel trade, you know, regardless of how it went down and how Gressel was treated, uh, makes a lot of sense. Um, I thought he had probably, of the two sort of young guys that were kind of watching, Ted Kudipietro and Jackson Hopkins, I thought Jackson Hopkins had the stronger game. Obviously gets the assist, but aside from that, I thought he had the stronger game. Um, what did you make of, of both the both the sort of young future players that we've sort of hung our hats on as maybe being potential yes. big names?
0: It's what you said. Second half, Jackson Hopkins looked a lot better. Ted Pietro looked a little bit off of it. He looked much more confident against Bayern, which is weird. Uh, I think it may be a real game. Things are a little bit different. I hope that that is not going to be uh, a sign that they're not going to go back to him and give him another chance because you and I both believe in his talent I mm-hmm. think that... In a different situation, I mean, the game they weren't on the front foot until some period in the second half. They really turned it around a little bit there, and they were being more dangerous. Um, so uh, it, it's it's tough to draw too many conclusions. Austin Berry, uh no, Miguel Berry, not Austin Berry. That's I got confused when they tried him. I was like, he's still in the league? Weird. Um, Miguel Berry looked pretty good. He had an, he had a couple chances mm-hmm. that if things had gone a little bit differently. Uh, he was scoring. He was. He's putting himself in dangerous spots and making himself available uh, for a forward. Though you got you've gotta convert. So I'll give him. We'll give him some time. He's. He's not had a very productive twenty twenty two, which is why we have him and why he was pretty affordable. So let's hope that I think he's. I think he might be a player that needs to score to get some confidence to get the ball rolling, uh, and that's what we need. I think Ola Kamara is now going to be until he's gone, is going to be our super sub which is the position, as, as you as you read about, where people think if Ola does move, what happens. That's sort of what what his role will be wherever he goes. So it's good that we get him in this spot because that is potentially where he could still bring some danger. Uh, and I don't think he really did in this
1: game, but I think in another game he might. Yeah, real, real question for him as a whole is whether he wants to be in that role next season. I think if they could get the numbers, if they could figure out the math and, and everything else, I'd love to have him... Um, I'd love to have him as a super sub. I think that would be an, an incredible position. Again, they got to get the money figured out. And I think you're looking at a player entering free agency, guarantee you, he's going to be talking around to some teams. You look at a team like St. Louis that might just want a locked in starting striker, depending on where, where, where they want to move or a guy they can bring in, they're going to have some extra allocation money, but they can afford to, you know, have the luxury. Um, the question is going to be whether DC is going to have that, have that luxury to, to do so. Um, but uh, I thought McGugbury was was okay. I think the the developing the chemistry with Taxi is going to be very important um, for success here. Um, there isn't a Rayon type player. Um, we have Ravel Morrison. We'll see what he can bring, um, but it's gonna be important for him right now to develop that chemistry with taxi. It, it it started to get a little better, I thought, in the in the second half. First half I, I didn't think he was very great. He was I mean he was kinda of absent. And then again the whole offense was because they were just not getting the chances that they uh that they deserved. But um overall I think I, I saw some yeah I think he had one nice play in the second half where I thought maybe he takes that maybe takes that shot a little quicker. Maybe it finds the back of the net. Um yeah. I think also the game really kind
0: of turned when martin rodriguez and ending the and both yep. came on in the 63rd minute they brought a dimension to the team which is what i think what everyone wants from dc united they, it was a lot more it was it was a little bit more excitement a little bit more flair mm-hmm. a little bit more trying to be creative in the final third to create opportunities so we got a very short look i felt like a very short look of you know 27 minutes for martin rodriguez Um, I'm excited to see him play from the start. I think I was just saying that I hope Ted gets uh, Cudi Pietro gets more starts. And then I remember that Ravel Morrison is coming is here and Martin Rodriguez is here. I was like, so maybe, (laughs) so maybe not immediately. I think they're they're going to want to get him in there and see what kind of, uh, relationship he can form with taxi uh, Mm -hmm. and Andy. I think having Andy behind him, uh, at the, at the left back and having, and having him in front of him, I, I think will be pretty exciting. Uh, we still need a right back. We still need. I would fullbacks, please mucho. <laughs> We've not been linked to any of them. Uh,
1: I I really don't. Although I Chris Oyatom, really,
0: Chris, yeah, Chris Hidoy-Otsum had like a uh, a bit of moment of magic there. Mm-hmm. I think he had, he had about. He was on the field for how long? Forty five minutes. Or was uh yeah forty he was yeah he was he was subbed on
1: he was subbed on in halftime for for um uh for our, for our boy uh, Drew for Drew Skundrich, yeah.
0: So he had a very good half. Uh, he had a run that we thought we were about to see like goal of the year as far as like DC United <laughs> uh, move, like just just carried the ball all the way uh, from midfield. Well, I think about midfield. And then it looked like he had an opportunity to open up and shoot and didn't, took it a little bit further and gave himself no angle and, and got a corner out of it. But uh, people are very excited to see what he can do. And you know what? Uh, I'm not always been his biggest fan, but he is our natural right back on this roster. He's the guy that can do it and is not playing out of position when he does it. So I think you're going to see just like, I think you're going to see a lot of Donovan because they need to figure out what they have with him. I think you're going to see a lot of Chris because I don't, I've not heard anything about fullbacks uh, and this team and all the the rumors that we've heard. So he may be it.
1: And and the interesting, I mean, the interesting thing about this is his role has now shifted with this team with sort of this change in formation. Um, I don't think he fit well as a, sort of winger wing wing back type of situ, you know, guy who's going to push yep. forward. He doesn't have that ability, but you know, as a fullback who pushes forward occasionally, but mainly stays sort of on the defensive half, he could be rather effective. Um, I mean, you look at uh, Joseph Moore is a perfect example of this. When they played sort of the four, two, three, one, Joseph Mora was a lot more effective than when they switched over to the what Lasada played which was a 3-4-3 type of where the the position he played was sort of shifted up the field and it requires more offensive as well as you know some defensive responsibility and you have the extra center backs to kind of cover things defensively um so this sort of change to 4-2-3-1 4-4-2 is what we're hearing is sort of the overall goal of this lineup um, could actually be make him a more effective player and maybe it plays him in a role where his skill set is is better suited. Um so I, I I'm I want to see more of of Chris Odiatsum in the um coming up uh this season and just kind of see what we have with him. He's not very expensive, um so I think he would be standing a good chance if he shows well that you know this team would say, look, we need, you know, we we know you want your international players Wayne, but we also need to uh figure out a way to bring some Um, some of the some of the um, uh, so some you know domestic players as well so this team can't go full international um, but they definitely can can bring in some domestic players so um, other any other news and notes you want to drop from the game Um, obviously you talked about Rodriguez one thing I was about Rodriguez is I saw at least one wayward cross I believe in this game so uh, that that was the sort of the knock on him so that's definitely something that hasn't improved let's say to say the least so the the scouting report was correct on that
0: yeah i'm i'm still you know the things that i'm still looking at are what's the goalkeeper situation Mm -hmm. look like uh we 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 brought up last week tyler miller is in the is in the news that's a mls name versus a international name coming from wayne rooney so this is not coming from wayne Rooney. this is coming from the spreadsheets uh and and our interleague feelers I, i get i get the feeling that the team also is not super impressed with what he's uh, offering what, uh, Romo was offering. So Bill Hamid still is not coming. He's now posting, uh, his Instagram He was like on some, like, I don't know where he, he looks like he's on an island somewhere. I don't know. He's <laughs> not around. He's, he's not local. Um, but yeah, let's talk sort of big picture about this game. Cause that's what I, I came away. I wasn't there, so I didn't get the, uh, the weather, exposure that makes makes me feel a little less optimistic sometimes when i sit through a loss and i'm hot and sweaty but watching from home my conclusion was watching after that second half after seeing the lineup that was trotted out the players that were on the bench who came in and made a difference i said here's where my mind is at 2022 is over it's not over in calendar sense but it's over it's it's done now um we may mathematically be able to eke out a playoff spot, but this team's not ready, and that's okay. That's fine. Uh, have we been rebuilding? Have we been in a state of "we're almost there" for years and years now? Yeah, but now for real, if you look at this lineup, this is this is a rebuilding. Is it strange that it's a rebuilding happening as Wayne Rooney gets here and he's got a year and a half contract with an option year? But we all know that that means a year and a half contract. It's a little weird, uh, particularly as the players that he's bringing in are usually signing contracts that match his because they don't want to stay longer than him uh, potentially there's going to be options and it's different for players than it is for Wayne Rooney but still nonetheless but as a fan it's all about 23 now mm-hmm. it's, it's all about what can we what what can we on earth about these players here how how can we get taxi the support he needs to continue being great because he still is even on games where he's been isolated and what are what of these young players are going to put themselves in the conversation. I think he would want to have, and all we know about Wayne Rooney is that the Derby County experience was young players mixed with veterans. That was somewhat brought up, brought on by the fact that they didn't have any money. So like, (laughs) I don't think, I think, I think if he had money, he maybe would have picked a different strategy, but he doesn't have money really that much here. Uh, Although we're hearing a lot of, we're hearing lots of conversations about uh, money being thrown about now, but overall I wasn't upset. I was happy. I was saying, I can I can get behind seeing another half a season of this. Because they didn't roll over. They could have rolled over after that first goal. It's a, certainly you had that feeling, and I know you felt it in there, like, oh, here we go again, unbelievable. But that second half was a different story, and they fought, and there was some young players in the middle of it. So I felt like, yeah, sign me up for this. Um, I'll renew my ticket. Like, <laughs> let's do this in 23. What What was your feeling actually being there? Did you have sort of a similar takeaway?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've I've maybe resorted myself to this maybe a little bit quicker. Um, I pretty much once Wayne went in here, once the team traded Julie, pretty pretty much after the Julian Gressel trade, I was like, all right, this is really, this is pretty clear now. This is no longer about making the playoffs. This is about rebuilding. Um, I'm perfectly honestly, I'm perfectly fine with this uh i think some people have snarkily pointed out said well 2021 was supposed to build into 2022 and i said okay yeah it didn't <laughs> like what do you want me to say um it didn't uh so we're, we you know you you kind of move on a bit and you know it's it, it it just for me just doesn't i'm looking at what this team is i'm looking at what this team can be in the future um i'm a little i, I will admit i'm a little apprehensive." I was expecting Wayne to want to bring in his guys, um, but it really does sort of feel like, and we'll talk about this probably coming up, about how much this is, he's in control. If he is still showing that same, my, my biggest fear is that, you know, he talks like he loves Jackson Hopkins. Jackson Hopkins has a, oh, so-so game, maybe makes it appearance, Tecu Pietro, you know, has a a so-so game, and then that kind of drop. He's like, nope, I need to go out and, you know this isn't working i need to go out and get guys that are going to be big uh so i hope that doesn't um i hope that doesn't happen i hope that he continues to sort of invest in in um in um in sort of the younger players, uh, let's let's talk about this. L- let's move on to the, to the to the sort of rumored players, the players that are coming in. Um, first question, actually, uh, let's get into this from Mark Ricklin. He says, "Is there a method to the to the madness of our transfer move? Does any lack of defensive re- re- support, reinforcement, speculation, or otherwise, signal Wayne has given up on results for the rest for this season?" Um, I would say that is definitely probably true. I think the the playoff line is well, we're not mathematically eliminated yet. So sure, you know we want to go out and make the playoffs and try to win every game. But I mean, I think even Wayne would say probably and they've talked about too. They said it's probably a long shot, but we're still alive, so we still want to try to somewhat fight for it. But this is very clearly the bigger picture is twenty twenty three. and I think we've talked about that. It's you know, that is it, that's where this team is 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 shooting for. Uh, is there a method to the madness? i think there is a method i think i agree with what the team is doing i understand everybody's like we don't have fullbacks we don't have this we don't have that i'm like honestly like we're, we're bad all over the field we're still bad all over the field get the offense right get the offense cooking by the end of the season if we're playing three three if we're playing three two games if we're you know still giving up bad goals but we're creating chances and scoring goals then honestly at that point I don't care then you can you can use the offseason to address the defensive issues at you know as I've stated there's a lot of free agency especially on the defensive side of the ball coming up so I think there's opportunity there um, any 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 differences of opinion there I know you talked about fullbacks you want fullbacks but um
0: it'd be nice mm-hmm. just from just just it would be cool um I think that they probably have come to the conclusion that Wayne is probably also a former MLS veteran for a short time it's probably like uh, I can maybe work with this defense. I can maybe get them there. I can't make someone have the creativity of a Rabble Morrison. Mm-hmm. I can't. I-, I know I have to import things that I can't get here that are in short supply. And maybe either these guys or some other guys on the free agent list or some of the draftees, I think he probably, maybe, maybe the, you know, however much the spreadsheets are still cooking uh, in the front office, like they probably think. This is not necessarily personnel. It's maybe just having a a coordinated dip of form. Or we know that we have to make a turnover here, either with Steve Birnbaum, or maybe Brendan heinz wasn't the same player he was before the injury, or whatever, whatever, whatever. Like Maybe they see that as something they're going to address in the winter. And right now they want to get these offensive players in, give them a longer time with the team to sort of figure out MLS so that they're ready to cook 2023. Whereas maybe defensive players don't have as big of a learning curve as a offensive creative player. That's a guess. I don't know. I'm not super concerned about it. I am like, you know, we just talked about 2023 uh, and then see what you get out of these young players. And also give, you know, let these, let Ravel Morrison adjust MLS because everyone needs a little bit of time. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. When there's no pressure on. So, uh, so we'll talk. We've got some, we've got some rumors to talk about. A couple players that are rumored to come in. We have one, the one that was already mentioned by Ted, uh, that was in the, uh, was in the press box or was in the owner's box with Wayne Rooney, uh, Victor Paulson, a player who was just, uh, I believe we actually paid a transfer free transfer fee from Schalke, uh, who plays a, a defensive midfield position, which is something that I think this team needs. This is this is a position of weakness right now uh for the club. So uh, Jafal had the game that he had. Chris Durkin is trying to find his level once again. I think he's had uh some good games and some some poor games. Uh but uh, Victor Paulson is a player with a lot of experience. Brief, very brief time at Red Bull, uh twelve games in twenty twenty in twenty twelve, uh but has been a little bit everywhere. Started his career at Liverpool, played no games for them. Hibernian, uh Nack Breda Heisenbergs, Zurich, Darmstadt, Schalke. So he went to all of the leagues that you can go to, pretty much. Uh, he went to all of them. Uh, and he's an Iceland international. I'm not sure the last time he played for the national team. It's probably been a little bit of time. 2021, he played six games. So not that long ago. Uh, but he's a player that is coming on a pretty good pay packet, supposedly. Uh, multi-year, three-year potentially. Uh, I think... Uh, they, they, you know, numbers rum- numbers are rumored and not and not confirmed yet, but uh, he'll be on a, a decent salary. So this is a player I, that was clearly identified prior to Wayne Rooney. This is a this is a Lucy Rushton uh, and uh, and and other folks uh, call. So who knows as far as how this player is going to fit? Obviously, the team has been following him a while to make this sort of investment on the long scale. Uh, so we just have to see what. Uh, what he looks like when he gets on the field. Schalke did get relegated this last year, but anyway. Uh, One other player that DC United is looking at is Elijah Adebayo. So this one is interesting because Wayne uh, played him last season when he was with Luton Town. He scored 21 goals in 58 appearances. So that's bananas. Also bananas is apparently DC United is offering over, uh, in surplus of $5 million for this transfer to go through. Uh, So that is... That's a, that's well out of our normal pay range, uh, but this is this is definitely also a Wayne Rooney identification. Some people have said that DC United was scouting the championship for strikers. Probably not the guy that Wayne Rooney loves the most, though. Probably that's just a coincidence. By the way, his name is Elijah Anuluwapu Oluwafanami Oluwata, Oluwatomi Oluwalana Iomikalayan Adebayo. So, if anybody wants to get that entire name on a jersey, that would be cool. I think you should do that. Uh but yeah, that that is an insane scoring rate. I don't know how we transfer what the conversion rate is from championship goals to MLS goals, but uh we'll see. Also weird on his Wikipedia page, he says primarily a forward, he's also played center defender. So that is a very League 1 <laughs> That's a very League 1/Championship uh
1: yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, it, you know, first, this move, I think, kind of took a lot of people by surprise because we have so many, you know, central midfielders. Um, but I think if you look at the, um, if you look at the fact of how they haven't, how neither Durkin nor Knaust has obviously been probably their most effective player, but he is injured a lot. This time wasn't his fault. He was obviously having a um, kid. Mazel Tov. congratulations to him on the birth of a son, I believe. I, I yep. believe. So that's that's really awesome for him. Um so uh yeah, so I think getting him getting getting this guy in, I, I had no idea who this dude was. And then our, and then the, his name sort of rang a bell when they said he was with Red Bulls in 2012. So he was there uh on the other side for the infamous uh you can't hold us back game. Probably the last time the Red Bulls DC he will probably be very surprised about how much the Red Bulls and DC rivalry. Doesn't matter anymore. So he uh so he has had experience there. Um I think he'll bring some experience there. I can't say I Honestly, it's at this point, it's um, you know, it's it's just about getting getting bodies in, getting guys that you know Rooney could think. I do wonder if this is a Rooney signing or if this is a uh, a spreadsheet signing. I think that's what we're going to be doing the guessing game on this one. Um, I think, I think I, Wayne, we're here, at Wayne. You think the spreadsheet? I'm I don't. I don't imagine sort of Wayne's watching way a lot well. of two
0: Bundesliga when he was spending time over in Derby. Maybe he was. Yeah. Maybe he loves it. Maybe he had this guy, the special Sky package that had the two Bundesliga. Uh, but I think this is a
1: spreadsheet. Yeah, this is probably spreadsheet time. So solid player. Hopefully he can come in, be solid. Uh, hopefully it doesn't break down too soon. But um, but good to see this team. Um. Good, good to see this team, you know, going out and making. So this is a, I'm going to call this a defensive signing, in some capacity. So this is definitely more on the that defensive counts. side of the ball. Uh, I think, he, yeah, I think he plays more as sort of a holding sort of midfielder. So maybe you're going to see him, him and Morrison kind of be those, uh, be kind of that with him sort of being the anchor, taking the Canals role. I do wonder what it's going to do for Canal. think Canals is here through next year, is what I saw. So mm-hmm. curious what it does to Canals' role. Um, and also we talked about Jafal's role in this team. Um, now that he's looking like he's going to be, he's going to be gone. Uh, probably, or at least takes up that international slot that Paulson would be used, would, would be used. Um, the striker you mentioned, uh, I think he had his first kind of breakout season. Um, Luton Town is the team that he's currently playing at 16 goals last year in the, in the championship. Uh, apparently this is a signing that Rooney tried to try to lure, lure over to Darby um, was trying to get over to Darby and Luton said, uh, Luton said, no, um, He seems more of the target type of player. Um, So definitely you're looking at probably going into next season, um, assuming Kamara and um, Kamara Estrada and Roberta are not there. um, You're probably going to have, you know, if he comes here, you're going to have him and Miguel Berry sort of backing up. Seems pretty clear that Miguel Berry, I thought maybe Miguel Berry, they might say, well, we think Miguel Berry can be that starting player. Um, But I think it's pretty clear. They want to go out and get sort of a DP number nine. And this guy would do it. This guy would be a DP. Five million dollars is the rumored price tag. Very funny to watch Luton Town fans call. He's going to a retirement league, and I said, "Man, you are so out of date and so wrong with that." It's so funny. Always funny. Always funny to have the European, the English talk about that. So yeah, I mean, we'll see if this happens. Championship
0: Championship fans can pipe down about that. Like, just be quiet. Like, (laughs) calm, (laughs) calm down, champions. We are, we are, we are pretty on. We're pretty peers. Let's just calm down. But yeah, I mean, this is uh, a. This this signing would be interesting. It would probably it will. I don't want to say is the first time for sure that a Luton Town player has been bought for a transfer fee in an MLS side, but I would think it probably is. It's got to <laughs> be. Uh, I'm I'm you know I'm excited about this is this is like kind of a off the wall. Normally we don't play in the young English league space because they're a little bit overpriced usually. Um, but that, with that scoring record, by the way, championship teams are bananas for playing forty games. He. He, he appeared in forty two games last season, like that is nuts. Uh, we uh, the most you could play here is is not that we'd have to make a pretty deep cup run and be in the league's cup probably to to, to make that many appearances. So uh, I hope I hope we get this done. That'd be a this would be kind of a like a funny signing. I would be I'd be excited. And it well also like you said, spells the end of Kamara under any and any pretext. There'd be no way. And Nigel Roberta. and. <laughs> And Michael Estrada. It's gonna be a lot of change. Don't buy anybody's jerseys, guys. I, I I said this about Juan Soto and the Nationals. Uh don't buy any DC United blanks from here on for at least a
1: year. Yeah. <laughs> for at least a year, maybe more. We'll see how this we'll see how this dramatic uh this dramatic rebuild rebuild goes. Um I think that's going to do it. I don't have anything. I've tried to give any other news and notes we have. I don't think there's any any other news and notes. We're going to wrap up the show, guys. I I will not only, be here next week. I will be um, on on assignment, so to speak.
0: Yep. The only one. The only bit of news is that Wayne Rooney is currently in England finalizing his visa, and there is a hope that he will be available right. on the sidelines uh, against uh, Orlando. I believe is this team we're playing next. Uh, somebody said, like I forget yeah. on Discord, somebody was said uh, Wayne Rooney. Uh, is on his way to the airport. He's just going to buy some cigarettes. He'll be right back. <laughs> and see how many suitcases <laughs> he's bringing to Dallas. I was like, yeah, that's,
1: I mean, that's possible. Oh, the, the, it's a good joke. The training, the training center is low on milk. The training center is <laughs> low on milk, too. He's got to get, get milk. <laughs> All right, folks, that's going to do it for this episode. Um, I will not, actually like I said, I will not be here next week. I'll be on assignment. I'll be returning with better internet and everything, so... Hopefully we don't run into the situation that we're in. Yeah, we appreciate you all sticking through this. Um guys, check us out, com slash uh, merch to buy some merch. Um, I need to get some of the merch in my actual hands. You I do. Need to do that so I can advertise it on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not i am not i am not dove into that yet. Um guys, no kindred spirits this week as well. Um they are on break, so we're gonna take a break. Uh, though I was gonna say check out the ESPN 60. On the NWSL, but that apparently has been delayed for more reporting. So, oh boy, we'll see what happens with that. Yep. Uh, but that looks like that is going to be uh, very interesting. Definitely works out from a from a soccer perspective. Uh, definitely going in. Oh, um, one of the note, uh, one of the news and note: uh, MLS struggling, apparently struggling to get a deal done with Univision, uh, which is probably spelling some trouble with the with the team's linear deal. I don't know if you saw that news, but not not a good look there. Sorry, I just wanted to drop that last little bit of news in there. All right, guys, we promise we'll be better in the next couple of weeks. I won't be here, so the show's automatically going to get better. <laughs> um, but definitely check us out at uh, Rate us on iTunes. Don't judge us based on this show. Uh, we'll catch you guys in a couple of weeks. I'll catch you in a couple of weeks. I'll see you guys next week. Famos. Vamos.
0: Vamos.